y'all. So if you saw my Instagram stories last week, you know that I cut the podcast that was supposed to go live today to re-record a new episode all about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. And hold with me. I don't care if you're tired of hearing about this story or not. There actually is something in it for you. So yes, I am obsessed with this story. I am a crazy Swifty fan, but for your travel business and marketing your travel business, there is something to be learned from this story. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Social Takeoff Podcast, a podcast for travel professionals who are ready to use social media to help their business take off. I'm Kelly Haysmith, your host. I'm travel agent turned social media marketer who now works with multiple seven-figure travel agencies to help them infuse strategy and create a target social plan. I'll be sharing all of the tips and tricks of the trade, as well as content ideas and trends that you should be using to help grow your travel business. Let's get started. Are you looking for another way to grow your travel business on social media? What about a group chat with me once a week where you can network and collaborate with other travel professionals who are doing the exact same thing and asking me questions at the same time? What about two bonus live videos every single month, extra reels, and a carousel post every single Wednesday? Want to know all about this? Well, I am actually talking about my Instagram subscriptions. For less than $5 every month, you can get all of this bonus content that's going to help your travel business skyrocket using social media. If you want to join, make sure to go to my Instagram account at Kelly Haysmith and click subscribe. Okay, y'all, you would have had to have been living under a rock to not see the story about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, their rumored romantic involvement or romantic relationship, right, has been all over pretty much everything. The news, social media, ESPN, football games. They're even asking about this in other football games, like not even people who are even directly involved with either party. They're being asked about it, right? It is everywhere. And while yes, if you have watched my Instagram stories, you know that I am obsessed with this story. I ship it. I love it. I am watching every second of it and have massive text threads of girlfriends and I who are like breaking down every little thing. That's fun. But from a marketing perspective, I want to break down for you several things that you need to be able to learn from this situation. So even if you are tired of seeing the situation, even if you're not a Swifty, even if you're not a football fan, I want you to take note of what's happening, how it happened, and how you can replicate this in your business. Now, maybe not on the scale of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, but this can be replicated in your business if you take 
some hints from what actually happened and turn them into the same type of system in your business. So let's pretend that you don't know what's happening and I'm telling you the first time, okay? Travis Kelsey is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs in the National Football League. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. My husband tells me he's the best tight end in the NFL, possibly who's ever played as an NFL um, in the NFL tight end who's ever played. He's a future Hall of Famer. He's very, very good, right? Okay, that's Travis Kelsey. Taylor Swift is a American first country star turned pop star who is 12-time Grammy winner. She is the first female artist who has ever won three um, Album of the Year Grammy Awards. If she wins this year, she will be the first ever to win it four times, right? She is highly awarded. Um, She may be the most well-known, most famous musician on the planet right now sold out era's tour like is a billionaire at before she's even 35 years old right so these two people are now tied in a romantic relationship or rumored to be i'm gonna go with that they are but rumored to be why do we care because and if you recall a couple podcasts ago i talked to you about why you should be creating fans over followers And this is exactly why we're creating fans over followers. What you are seeing from this whole situation between these two people is why we talk about creating fans over followers. Now, why? And their their fans, people, they each have their own fan base for two different reasons. And we're going to talk about that and how they create fans and how you can do the same thing. Again, probably not on the same scale, but you never know. Never say never. So with Travis Kelsey, let's think about his fan base. His fan base doesn't simply come from the fact that he you have Kansas City Chiefs who are just automatic fans, right? So think about that as Kansas City Chiefs fans who are just automatic fans of Travis Kelsey because he's there. Okay. That could be like your friends and family, okay? They're automatically your fans because you're part of their their circle. It, you didn't really have to do anything. And that's general. That's not, not always. But you didn't really have to do anything. They're your fans because of that. But above and beyond that, people who are not Kansas City fans but are fans of Travis Kelsey. Why are they fans of Travis Kelsey's? This is not a PR for him. He didn't get a fan base. And let's actually, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to do this and it's going to be, I don't mean to gender role or whatever. So just hear me out. But this is like how it is in my household, right? So my husband, who is not a Kansas City Chiefs fan, it's not that he doesn't like them, but that's not like, we don't really have a hardcore NFL team because there's not a local NFL team. So like he likes different people and maybe pulling for different teams based on who they're playing, whatever. But he is a Travis Kelsey fan. And why is he a Travis Kelsey fan? Because he's so good at what he does. He is the best at what he does. When I introduced him, I said, my husband says he's the best NFL tight end right now, period, and maybe ever been, right? So 
Travis Kelsey has built a fan base based on his expertise and authority in the job that he's doing. Y'all see where I'm going with this? Okay. Those guys, if you've seen the TikTok trend where girls are like pranking their significant others and saying, uh, Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and they're like, you're bananas. He was on the map. He's this, he's that. They're defending him, like saying why he is who he is and why he stands on his own. It's because he is so good at what he does. He is the authority. He is the expert in his position. Now, let me, let me go in a little bit further. Okay. Okay. He is, an, he is an authority on being a tight end. When we talk about niching down, what that means is Travis Kelsey isn't both a tight end and a quarterback and a safety and a defensive back. And if my husband is listening to this or my oldest son, they're going to be really proud of me for being able to spit out some football positions. But that's beside the point. He's not playing all of those things, right? He is really, really good and probably the best at his job. He niched down. And I guess in football, you don't really have a choice. You have to niche down to your position. But he gets to be known as the best tight end in the league because he niched down to what he was really good at. So I want you to think about that fact. I want you to think about how him choosing what he's really good at. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but I have watched, um, because of my obsession, I have watched several things about his life um, because I'm obsessed with this. And he actually was a quarterback in high school and he was a quarterback when he started college and he got in trouble. He got in trouble. He got kicked off the football team. And when he came back, they told him there wasn't a place for him as quarterback. He had to pivot in his journey. And he still became the best there is, right? Just because things didn't work out like you expected them to at the first time does not mean you don't get to be the authority in that. Things change and you continue to do that. And That is my point. He niched down. He finds what he is really, really good at. And he goes and becomes the best one of those that there is. So what does this mean for you? His fan base, the Chiefs fans, that's your friends and family. That's your warm market. Maybe that's even referrals to you. They're, they're, they're warm and they are They're your fans because you kind of were grandfathered in, just like Chiefs fans are fans of Travis Kelsey because he was grandfathered in. He went to their team. They're they're there. But people like that are just admirers of what he does, they are fans because he's the best at what he does. So why is it important for you to niche down and be the best at what you do? be the authority at what you do, not trying to do all the things and play all the positions, but literally be the best because now you are seen as the authority, the expert, the go-to, the goat, if you will. If you're trying to 
put your irons in every fire. If you can't find your niche, if you can't find the lane where you're really good, you end up trying to play all these different positions and they're not going to talk about you as the authority, the expert, and the goat in that, in this whole thing, right? They are talking about, you'll just kind of be someone who has a lot of irons in the fire. You're sprinkled throughout. But if you want fans, if you want to create fans who are like, oh my gosh, you want to watch the best ever family travel planner? If you want someone to plan an amazing family vacation for you and your kids, you have to go there. You have to go to Susie because she is, you have to go to Susie. I got a phone call. I'm recording on my phone today and I got a phone call. So I'm going to try to my best to make sure that, but if y'all, if there is a little thing between the two, that's why I'm sorry. Um, anyway, you have to go to Susie because she is the best at planning family vacations, especially with kids who are toddlers. Like she is so good at that. If you want people who are literally going to go such and such, put her on the map. No, 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 no. Like she's the greatest of all time at doing that. You have to find what you are the greatest of all time doing. Okay. And it, it doesn't have to be family travel. You know this, if you are confused on how to choose a niche and what your niche and your specialty could be, you need to go back and listen to that episode. It was early on in the season. Um, and it's called Tanish or not Tanish. I don't know what episode number it was, but it's called Tanish or not Tanish. So go back and listen to that. Cause I'm not going to go into that here, but that is so important. And that is why he built a fan base because he is in the expert in the authority. And so when we talked about creating fans over followers a couple weeks ago, this is what we're talking about. This is the first one. Okay. So that's number one. How do you create fans instead of followers? You become the authority, the goat on something. This has, this is, that's, that's number one. All right. Now we're going to move on to Taylor Swift. And her fan base. And let's not lie about it. Like Swifties, of which I am a member of that cult. Um, but Swifties are a hardcore fan base. Um, they love her to the death. And she is, you know, they're literally willing to drop thousands upon thousands of dollars to see her. She literally has people flying across the country to attend a football game when they have no interest in football or the team that's playing simply because they may get a glimpse of her, right? That's how crazy this fan base is. And let's talk about how she was able to create her fan base. Now, she is younger than me by about four years, I think, three, four years, depending on um, what time of year it is. Anyway, and for me, I feel like we grew up together, right? Like she, we could have hung out in high school. Like we were close enough in age. She also, um, when her music was coming out, it was what I felt like I was feeling, right? I'm relating to her. I feel like I grew up with her. There's a, actually a song that's viral on TikTok right now called Taylor did. And it's talking about how when she felt like she was alone and nobody understood her, Taylor did because she was singing these songs. It sounded like she was 
you know, she was there. But what? let's talk about the secret sauce, the special sauce that Taylor um, does. And that is that she, she writes her music, right? She doesn't, she may be a co-writer, certain albums she's been the sole writer on, but she writes and she writes about her life. She is vulnerable. She tells her truth. She cares about relating to the people that she's singing to, right? But she also knows who her audience is. And she's not concerned about people who are not her audience. She's going to reach the people who love her and who relate to her. And if you don't, that's okay. She has enough of her own fan base that if you are not, if she, you know, you're not a Swifty, that's okay. She's not like anti you, but she's also not trying to go win you over. She knows who her core group of fans are. She creates her truth and sings her truth and writes her truth, but she doesn't worry about going out and trying to do something that's going to pull a whole new group of people in. She, she truly just sticks to her lane in what she does the best. She relates to, and she creates a sense of community, even when it's one of millions, hundreds of millions out there who are listening to her work. She makes you feel like she understands you. So how did she create fans? She related to them. She focused on her group, her people, her ideal client, if you will. And she spoke directly to them, not by making something up, but by being vulnerable, sharing her stories, and relating to the people she's talking to. And they literally, they literally are following her wherever because she makes them feel seen, feel heard, feel understood, feel not alone, feel comforted, right? That's how she created her fan base. So you have Travis who created a fan base by being the greatest of all time, the authority and the expert in his position. You have Taylor and it's not that Taylor is not an expert and um, the greatest of all time, but the reason that she is those things, the reason that she is those things is her relatability to her audience, which is her ideal client speaking directly to them. And when you put those two things together, the niche and authority, and then becoming relatable to your ideal client. So first you have to understand that niche, right? You have like, you have to understand that. And you become the expert, the best of that, that you can be. And then you relate to your audience. You know what it is. You know, you're good at it. You go out and do that every Sunday night, right? And then at the same time, you have the relatability, the vulnerability, the understanding your ideal client enough and being comfortable in living your truth, showing up, 
being who you are and relating to the ideal client that you have, you put those two things together and you become unstoppable because I want you to consider what is actually happening. And some of this is Taylor Swift, right? Some of it like, and I guess I'm not watching much from NFL or ESPN to tell you that I think that it's both, but like, we know that the numbers show that after one game of her showing up to Travis Kelsey's Jersey sales went up 400%. His podcast then become, became the number one podcast in America, right? We know that um, the Chiefs sold more tickets in one day than they had the entire season leading up to that. It was the highest. T- and then also the Jets sold out because that's where she's going to go next weekend. And so those games, or well, we are assuming she's going to be there next weekend. But um, those those tickets also started selling. So yeah, that's her, right? But at the same time, You literally have people like Pat McAfee, who uh, has a sports podcast, talking about Taylor Swift. He wouldn't be having Taylor Swift conversations if it wasn't for Travis Kelsey. So those listeners are there. Like, jokingly, you have people saying, oh, I'm going to warm up to Taylor Swift now because if she's good enough for Travis, she's good enough for me. And so even though it may feel heavier skewed one way or the other, both of their audiences, they're crossing now. And what they are doing, if they are, and I'm choosing to believe they are a relationship, what they are forging is this insane, crazy, strong fan base together. And I know that we're not talking about two different people. We're talking two different sides of your business, the expert and authority side of your business and the relatable, vulnerable side of your business. And when you put those two together, you get that insane power couple in one part of in your business that then becomes unbreakable, then becomes what everyone will go follow, when then becomes the fan base for your business that sticks together. Now, I want you to understand something. Don't listen to this and go, well, I'm never going to be on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's like level. So what does it matter? What it matters is I don't care if it's a hundred people that you're creating fans that you are building a fandom out of with your expertise and your relatability, your understanding of your niche and your understanding how to relate to that ideal client. I don't care how many people it is. Because the truth is if you put those two things together and become the power couple, your business won't break. You're not going to have to worry about writing a breakup song because it is truly going to be something that is unbreakable when you put those two things together, no matter how many people it is. 10 people or 10 million people, it won't matter. Your business doesn't need 10 million fans. I love it. I love you. I love your business. That's awesome. But you don't need 10 million fans. You're not out here trying to sell out stadium shows. You're trying to fill your calendar with travel clients. You don't need 10 million. If you are truly becoming the authority in your niche and you're talking to your ideal client, think about how many less people you need 
if you're not casting a wide net and only pulling a few in. If you literally could cast your reel and pull one at a time in, but it's always the right one and you just kept doing that over and over again, how many less people would you need? So when you put these two things together, you don't need the millions. You don't need the thousands. You need just what works for your business and your goals. That is the power of marketing. That is the power of building fans over followers. And we truly have the perfect example of how two different people built fans and how you can do both of those things in your one business. All right, that is the first part of this podcast. I am going to give a very short piece of this second part talking about how to use trending things. And when this goes live, it may be less trending. I don't know. It'll depend on what happens next Sunday, if she actually shows up, what all goes on. But, but, when things like this are trending, so literally the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift story had taken over the world. There were memes. There's all these things. Do you use those in your travel business? Well, here is what I will tell you. It has to be on brand. Don't use something to be completely off brand. Now, you don't have to have ever talked about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift before, but if that just doesn't feel like the right ideal client for you, then move away. If you are working with, if you are working with, um, if you are working with millennial women, um, then it probably would be a good meme to use. Okay. And you are taking advantage of that trending, that trending thing. But I want you, when we're talking about trending, I want you to be very aware of what's going on. So the Travis Kelsey thing, huge Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, huge. It's been really popular for the most part. It's performing really well. And because people are seeing it, it's in the algorithm. So the more you can use it, the more it's getting pushed up to the top. Okay. But at the same time, there was a trending, um, song from the Jonas brothers that came out right at the same time that, that we knew that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas were, um, having issues. And Joe Jonas had like supposedly is withholding the passports and all of this stuff, like all of that drama. So that could turn ugly on him real fast. So you, you want to make sure that the trends you are using are, are on the right side of things, not just for your brand, but also using something with the Joe Jonas thing. If that turns ugly, you got to go pull that down, right? So my thing with trending is just be aware of what's going on around you. Um, and be aware of the pop culture references. So make sure that you understand it before you use it and make sure that you are staying on top of it so that you know. That was just a little bonus piece, a little tidbit, but I really wanted you to see the fans over followers because this is the best way I can show you that in action. All right, y'all, that was this episode. Next week, we will go live with the episode that was supposed to go live today, but this was really important. All right. I hope you all have a great rest of your day. 
And I will talk to y'all soon. Don't forget that the subscriber chats um, on my Instagram subscribers list have been moved to Fridays. And y'all, we may do a bonus subscriber chat on Sunday because Sunday we are driving. We haven't driven to Disney in a long time, but on Sunday we are driving to Disney. So that means I have 10 hours to kill in the car. Um, so maybe I'll do a live Q&A inside subscribers. All right. Have a great rest of your day. And I can't wait to see y'all back here next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday for a bonus episode, Five Things Friday, and every Tuesday for a brand new episode. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Social Takeoff Podcast. Make sure to leave us a review below and come find me on Instagram at Kelly Haysmith and let me know what you thought of this week's episode. Make sure to check back every Friday.